0: This is a little bit of a soldier analogy. Look at the man to the left and the right of you. You will not all return, right? And that is what is happening right now because some shit coins, most shit coins, no, not most, some shit coins are are pumping. They're pumping. But if you really, 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 really really, really well, and you look at, for instance, Solana, 72% still from all time high. Uh, Cardano, how did they do? I have no idea. I'm not doing this every single goddamn day. Cardano, still 80% down from all-time high. What is AVAX? Did they make a new all-time high already? AVAX, 73% down from all-time high, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now, well, let's look at our good old XRP. Still 80% down from all-time high. DOT, Polkadot. down from all-time
1: high.
0: Polygon, 68% down from all-time high. So all your favorite coins that have been pumping so hard, LINK, 69% down from all-time high. They're not doing as well as you thought. Ladies and gentlemen, comrades, welcome to episode 22. Yeah. yeah, 22, the Quant Show. It's almost Christmas already. Time is flying. Quant is pushing their advent calendar, the Ad Fud calendar. Once again, a lot of people hate it, the throwbacks and such. Um, we think it's interesting. Regardless, we're not going to go through the advent today um we are going to have a look at the zapier uh announcement from a couple of weeks ago we also went through it on the dutch show we'll touch on it in this one as well we think it's pretty big um so we don't want you missing out also um quant tweeted today a new article that is written by sulan or solane and um it's also kind of interesting. It goes a little bit hand in hand with the advent calendar and we are also noticing some developments in in, in our community and within the um, the crypto scene at large. Um, we have some opinions about that. I think some things are uh, are bullish. Some things are pretty idiotic. And uh, yeah, that'll be the second part of the show. I think it be Interesting and recognizable to a lot of you. Um, We're going to announce what we will be doing around Christmas because we were going to have Christmas ourselves and we're not going to be available the entire time. So we have a scheme thought up for this. So also stay tuned for that. In the meantime, let's start off with a golden oldie question. Tim, how are you doing, dude?
1: hello um yeah could be better I think but that is moment that's uh, like temporarily that's just for this moment instead of very busy weekends uh lots of things to do even at a little party yesterday on a Monday night <laughs> didn't expect that uh, sold out uh, music venue pretty cool uh and all for free so uh I would l- love to see that happening in the future with Klant that they invite all their friends and throw a little <laughs> uh, party to celebrate last year. No, it's just been a friends. Huh? Yeah, it's just been a busy couple of days. Um also uh, did the preparations for the Euros. So the Euro uh, tournament next year. Netherlands qualified and now we uh well if you know anything about football or soccer, the tickets uh well the business of ticket selling has started. Uh, we requested our tickets and uh, actually they gave us all. So they gave us all the tickets on the route to the final. So actually I'm eligible to uh, get all those tickets. So I've, I've bought them. We've planned our trips uh, or possible hypothetical trips. I mean, we have the group stage and if then, uh, well, if the Netherlands, if we, if we survive, We have multiple routes towards the final, so we booked all the uh, Airbnbs and uh, um. (laughs) We really that's
0: an expensive little adventure.
1: Yeah, uh, hypothetical adventure. Yeah, yeah, we we made yeah exactly. Sorry, (laughs) kind of toast here. Um, yeah, so we we booked everything in advance, so we have hypothetical trips through Germany next year. Uh. And the great thing about Airbnb is that you can cancel everything up until like one day before it happens. So uh, we booked everything in advance. And it's really affordable still because uh, we are booking it like seven months in advance. And a lot of people are not necessarily preparing the fact that they might go to that city on that specific day. Because, well, it's simply unknown. The tournament will decide where teams have to go. And we just calculated everything, Um, so yeah. I needed tickets, a lot of money. Man, what
0: are the prices for those things?
1: Cross, uh, it's actually really affordable because, well, I'm one of the hardcore uh, <laughs> supporters of uh, of the Dutch squad and they have multiple price categories. So we, we have the fans first tickets, which are like for the diehard fans. Um, so like for the group stage, uh, it's like 30 euros per match. Uh, that's okay. I mean, like a regular uh, league, game here would cost the same and this is on the euros Uh, so that's really affordable and if you were not to have those tickets then you would go to category three which are like 60 so it's double so it's like half the price of the other uh, ticket the other category that's in there and then it gets a bit more expensive during the knockout stages so it goes up to like 60 but then the regular tickets are like double the price and for the final if we ever happen to make it to the final because that's obviously completely unsure but if that happens it's 95 euros uh which is really affordable compared yeah. to the regular tickets which are starting at 300 and go wow. up all the way to 1k and more so uh 95 euros for that is yeah. relatively affordable yeah,
0: yeah. i agree I agree cool man
1: So yeah, we did all that. Um, Lots of booking uh, preparations, um, messaging people on Airbnb. Busy weekends, and now we're here. Uh, So I completely forgot about about here and uh, all the other stuff that happened with Quant. I did see a lot of the price action though. Um, Also had a lot of social interactions this weekend. People were talking about crypto. Uh, Again, uh, after a while. So that's something we need to address as well. This episode—that's yeah, for sure. What we will certainly do. But how are you? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm a little bit destroyed going back to going to the gym three times a week again. I Overdid a little bit yesterday, so my uh, my entire front and back was so utterly destroyed that I was laying on the couch yesterday, just feeling like nauseous, like like having a terrible hangover. Um. Slept like a baby last night, but still I'm still a little bit uh what do you say? Destroyed. And I can go again tomorrow, so that's cool. Um uh, but uh, I'm seeing the gains, I'm feeling the gains, I'm enjoying myself. And uh that regard all is well. I also noticed people coming in my DMs last Saturday, like Hey, morning, dude. I haven't spoken in a while, but yeah, I noticed this uh, crypto stuff is uh, see, there seems to be things happening. What are you buying these days, dude? So, so something like that. And yep. that was like, hmm. What I thought about that, we'll get to at the end of the show or the second half, because um, I have something to say to think about that. But um, yeah, so uh, interesting stuff. Um, Also, uh, the the, the Telegram groups, community behavior. um, Interesting also for the second part of the show. And besides that, just, yeah, it's a little bit cliche, but just staying comfy and relaxed. Uh, We spoke with a garden designer, I don't know, how would you, garden architect something like that. Or um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, we still have the garden, and there's it's a big garden. It's like 35 meters long. That's big for Dutch standards, I think. Um, so we wanted somebody to advise us on what is clever and what is not, because we also want a lounge area and stuff like that. Um, but I just got informed that. Even if we go with the lowest budget plan, I need to bring at least 20K Euro. So yeah, that was um, expected. Um, but yeah, still disappointed. <laughs> it's gotta be a lot of Q and D, that it misses once everything ready before June next year. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Anyway, um, looking at the Zapier um, announcement of last week, So what is Zapier? Um, Spelling is uh, Zulu, Alpha, Papa, India, Echo, Romeo. Z-A-P-Y-E-R. Link is in the description. And that's quite the interesting company. And as I wrote in the Quamfi lounge, and we spoke about it in the, the Dutch show, I think this is one of the most underrated partnerships for a while. I think um this is right in the same vein with 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 Oracle um as an example, right? Oracle is is, is is a huge ass company that a lot of people know about. Nobody really knows what they're doing, including myself, um up to a certain level, right? Because Oracle just provides infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And, and connection to a ton of other things, and and Zapier does 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 kind of something similar, but in my opinion, um, they are more accessible to the um, the smaller and medium businesses, right? I think their plans and their offerings, mostly as far as I've seen, are more tailored towards those. So so why is this interesting? Let's share my screen for a bit. So you can see here the the Quant Twitter on December fourth they tweeted we are delighted to announce the availability of hashtag Overledger platform in the Zapier store, enabling users and enterprises to build automated workflows customized for their role and business. Um, already had seven hundred fifty likes. Let's uh, retweet this little. And then we have the article right here. It's written by Andrew Carrier. Um, They are describing Zapier as an industry-leading no-code development platform. It's quote-unquote Zaps are beloved by millions for their ability to seamlessly integrate business applications and systems into automated workflows. Luke Riley is quoted here on the right-hand side of the screen. Um, With any blockchain solutions, time to market will be drastically reduced. So we all know that Overledger is their powerful blockchain interoperability and integration platform. And uh, with Overledger-powered ZAPs, uh, one can create automated workflows, um, API calls for actions such as data feeds, real-time monitoring and more, all without the knowledge of blockchain technology, or writing a single line of code like all zaps over ledger zaps can include additional integration to any other app in the Zapier store including ai tools business analytics tools traditional databases office programs etc um okay so so why is this um important and interesting well <clears throat> Quant is also about the no-code, low-code, etc. cetera. Apologies. Need to clear my throat there. Um, and Zapier has that as well. Um, I gave the example of what we do with the Panfi show, right? Um, Tim and I are, are not coders at all. I mean, I told myself just a wee bit of coding when I wanted to run my gateway and I managed, but it is not easy. And, and no. making a single typo makes that it works, etc. And there's thousand different languages to code in. It's just a shit show. So that's why we, for instance, just use Zoom. I have a very simple editing program called Pinnacle. Um, super easy. Then we have the website. The website for us is a WordPress website. Why? Uh, no code. And um, for this website, we don't have it. But for my previous website, I did use Elementor. And that is also um, just copy-paste, pick something you want, um, and you can just use a a graphic user interface to modify and then just uh, scope your website. And we pay a lot of money, right? We also use uh, Podbean for our podcast distribution, and obviously we have YouTube, um, and YouTube is free. But for all those programs we use, Zoom, we pay like what 200 a year, Podbean, like 200 a year, something like that. And um, for the website, we're currently using free plugins. Why? Because our website is not our primary bread and butter. If the website starts getting more traffic, we want more features, and then we will go with a premium plan for that as well. That being said, why would somebody use Zapier? Well, if you look on the screen right now, you can see these very well-known logos like Gmail, you can see Facebook, MailChimp, Sheets, um, Asana, um, and at the bottom you see Dropbox, Hopper, HelloFresh, Miro, ActiveCampaign. There's a ton of companies that you guys know. And if you are a small, medium business or a large business, and you want, and you're already using those um, implementations, Zendesk is another very good example, uh, Calendly, and, and and you want DLT or blockchain feeds or 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 webhooks or other types of, of integrations. Maybe it's just for price. Maybe it's to promote your token. Maybe it's for God knows what else. Um, blockchain language and and normal Web two. Is, is not similar, right? There's a lot of differences. So thanks to Overledger right now, you can just drag and drop certain things. I haven't tried it. This is my understanding of what they explained. Um, and you could just integrate those functions to your already existing apps, which is huge. Um, I'd be willing to pay good money for that if I needed this, right? Um, same as that we are just a hobby project we are losing now two years in a row, four to 600 euros a year um, as a reward for bringing you this content. And we do that yep. relatively with a big smile on our face. Because we love what we do. <laughs> and the integrations that we have make our life a lot easier, right? Uh, the recording is most of the time. And after that, the editing and the processing and uploading everything um, is, is relatively easy, especially with Podbean. We, we upload our, our stuff there. I can literally copy-paste what I created in YouTube. And they just, um, th- uh, what's the word? Disseminate. They disseminate everything to all the podcast platforms. And we are on every single fucking podcast platform. You can look it up. And it works everywhere because all the code is standardized and everything. So it, it is really super easy. So if you're a business and you want to integrate something with crypto for payments, or you want to integrate something... From blockchain X or Y, you can now easily do this. And if you see Zapier, they are huge. And I'm not talking Facebook using quant solutions. I'm talking about us, for instance, already uh, using Zapier um, to integrate Facebook in some way with Gmail. I don't know if this is a possibility, but you also want to add Um, something with Ethereum and a functionality for that, for a payment of sorts. Um, You can then mix and match and just make all that stuff work together. Let's say you want crypto payments or or whatever. Um, This will make this so much easier. And in that way, you are combining all the ecosystems that you're already a part of um, with your Web3 needs. And... Um, I know this sounds really, really fluffy because to to me, like I said, I have no experience on this, but I can see why this is huge. And I highly recommend reading the article um, that is also in the description um, as to why, right? And Gilbert said, for instance, and then I'll give the, the stage to Tim. With these new Zapier integrations, we're bringing traditional internet service applications and data together with blockchain in the easiest way imaginable. Putting information from smart contracts on any blockchain and then effortlessly connect resulting data to other enterprise systems takes minutes. Imagine, for example, the benefit for a buy site analyst with no technical knowledge who needs to pull live data on digital assets and populate a spreadsheet or enterprise database with it, right? So you can literally just go from Google docs um, and uh, let your life or ether scan combine that and, and have that all work without converting CSVs in the most horrendous ways, or even manually, um, et cetera. So, um, and you can probably even do this real time and God knows in what other ways. Um, so, so there will be a market for this and um This to me, this is what mainstream adoption will look like, right? And everything that needs overledger, this is an overledger zap, mind you, requires the token. Tim, thoughts?
1: Um, yeah, uh, so lost. We, we got this news about Zapier, and I really didn't know what to think because I didn't know the company at all. And uh, neither did a lot of people around me who are in the community. It, 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 we, we must mention, though, like I agree with your points that you just made about the integration Um, that makes life easier for companies. And that's what Oracle is doing. That's what the cpu is doing that this what there's some other plot we we got another integration somewhere in 2023 but i don't remember which one there's some other kind of company that's doing the same thing but i forgot what it is One did? yeah no but there there's some other kind of company right that's doing something similar but i just cannot remember don't be bothered. Uh, um and uh, yeah I, that's the thing right there's so much of it that you, you you forget stuff anyway um and uh, what stood out to me and that was a point that we made in in the last Dutch episode is that Gilbert has been talking about this for a while yeah if you if you type in yeah exactly if you type in zapier in uh all the the search bar of telegram you on, on have community the, channel, the main channel yeah yeah and you have the Quant community channel and the other uh, groups of quants uh, on your phone, on Telegram, you will see that Gilbert was the first one, uh, or at least one of the first people to talk about it, all, already back in October 2018. And um, we kind of knew that it existed, and they hinted at it, um, but it still took like five years um, to make it a reality. Um, yeah. and, and there will be more companies that, that we've mentioned in the past and that we simply forgot about that we will see in the future. That That is uh, a very likely scenario for me. And this is just really good news, again. Um, and the fact that people in crypto don't really know this significant, is significant for me because it means that enterprise, enterprise is more important for us than than crypto. So it's good news. And, um, those companies that you just mentioned, like Azana, I didn't know what Azana was, but apparently it's kind of big making workflows yeah. for companies and um Yeah. It's yeah a workflow structuring company, everything, right? yeah. Yeah, uh and, 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 and there's a couple of other things there. it's on MailChimp, which is being <laughs> used a lot to send emails. Um that's yeah, significant. I don't know anything about the technical side and, and I absolutely agree with your argument about integration. Um yeah, Ovaludger is really turning into a platform, a plug-and-play solution uh, that can be used for multiple things at the same time.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, and especially since, right, uh, their slogan, right, make it simple, trusted, a future-proof. Um, that is what is needed. And eventually most of the Web3 companies that get created right now are still not being created to thrive in a Web2 environment. So it would still require um, solutions like Qantas offering to make it even viable to traditional companies. And and eventually the lines between Web2 and Web3, they will blur, right? Eventually everything will just um, mesh together, but for the next maybe five years, maybe longer, there is no fucking way that somebody with a web shop or or, or a business like up to five employees um, selling clothing or, or tech or whatever um, or has a, an architecture company or whatnot is going to use Web3 stuff if they're not already schooled in that, because it is just way, way, way too difficult and way too much. But they might want it. And, and, and maybe the, eventually the customers want it, right? But how are you going to do that? If, if you have to make everything yourself, create everything yourself, um, or hire somebody for 100 hundred, two hundred $200 an hour um, to create the tools for you, um, just doesn't work. That's just what gets in the way of adoption. Huh? Same with uh, what we have with crypto. Now, people want to buy it. But yeah, if you tell people, oh, you need to buy a ledger and you need to get MetaMask and, uh, and you need to have 24 words. And if you lose, you lose all your funds. And people are like, what? It's, that's, that's just friction and it doesn't work. So these things, right? Zapier, uh, is uh, to me, it's it's just great. Amazing thing, really looking forward how that will um, evolve and drive traffic eventually. Um, so we also found an article today, another tweet, and the tweet reads, organizations that are looking to scale and harness the power of blockchain technology are still struggling with hashtag interoperability. We explore the importance of interoperability and the benefits it can unlock for businesses. And obviously, there is an article written by Solana Justice or good old Celine Justice, depending on where you are from. Um, and the article is called "Blockchain: Navigating the Journey into Interoperability." Sorry, navigating the journey to upward interoperability. Did you see what I did there? Just Took the, you know, anyway. Blockchain has become a reality within the financial services industry, yet, organizations that are looking to scale and harness the power of blockchain technology are still struggling with interoperability. In this article, we explore the importance of interoperability and the benefits it can unlock for businesses. Skimmed through the article, and this is, um, in my opinion, a, a very nice summary of everything that want does to me it reads like a December article without downgrading it well, it's the work yeah um it's a very nice overview right what is interoperability and why is it important um they go uh, back to oh, that you authorize they go uh, to the British technology
1: I think um, it's a great article actually I, I yeah, mean I haven't read it will we show fashion. But no, Tim uh, Fashion. Tim Fashion. Fair <laughs> enough. Tim pure Tim Fashion. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a great article. Uh, without having actually re- re- uh, read the the content. Um, but it's important for Quant to kind of keep stating why they are relevant, right? Keep stating their their core mission. And that is about interoperability. I think you we kind well, of get that sometimes. Yeah? We, we are focusing on all those aspects of the q and token. Uh, but the core, the, the reason why we are here is interoperability. And, and, and people still do not really understand even now, uh, two weeks until the start of 2024, that this is what brings us here. And um, just simply summarizing. The, the need for that and uh, why you cannot really have riches as a means to achieve it is really important. And and they added some new things because they are also talking about authorized, for example. So they, so they kind of they, they, they more make the arguments again <laughs> why quants is relevant and and they also show why their new functions are relevant in that bigger picture that they are yeah
0: yeah developing. Yeah. That, that, that That's a good point you're making right there because we, we, we oftentimes tend to lose track of yeah. what it means to a hold, in this case, this token, right? It is so easy to just only see the token and think the token is the end-all and be-all, but in the case of Quant, and I know that a lot of people disagree, we are looking at the tech, right? The tech is, and, and this doesn't mean I'm in it for the tech, right? I'm also in it for the fucking profits. I need a fucking new garden. Obviously. But see, Obviously. It's, the token is not the focus of their business. That's stated on the website, but the, the, the tech is what makes the token needed, right? So all the partnerships, everybody knows that, but it it goes so much deeper and further than than just the token. I can still remember vividly the enormous misconceptions, especially within the XRP community. Um, Scott, right, the guy from uh, being in crypto or whatever was that was the channel called. Um, so you Love think KRT is as is as fast as XRP? Do you something like that? It has nothing to do. With the tech per se, right? The tech is an entirely separate thing, and 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 the tech provides the interoperability and the integrations and all those things that businesses need. But fueling everything on the back end, that's the QNT
1: token. Yeah, and- of course. But I mean, if you think about, think about it, we are kind of here for the tech still. I mean we've we've had these arguments during the years but I I still really believe that we are here obviously we are here for the for the profits but that makes us investors right um no. so that kind of that that is a non-argument in my book because well <laughs> yeah we, we are all here for the profits and, and no matter how you do that but yeah. we really invest based on the tech because the, the technology is what enables the company to thrive and if the company does well then our thesis is that the crypto token that belongs to it is also doing well right if, if, if you're investing in a company you're there for the tech in a certain way because you want the yeah. tech to do well otherwise it's unlikely that that company is not going to make it which means that the price of the token is going to drop I,
0: I might have an interesting Probably. example, right? Let, let's say Tesla. Everybody was fucking excited for Tesla back in 2020, 2019, rightfully so, because Tesla was creating all this new tech and they had all these new innovative ideas and yeah. they had this Cybertruck coming up and they had this, uh, the semi coming up, etc. Nobody, if there are even communities for Tesla, accused the other person um. Oh, are you not only in this for the stock? Are you in it for the tech? Which which is which is ridiculous. But in crypto, you heard it all the time. Yeah. Just, just, just because you're not concerned about the token price with that. Oh, then yeah, you must be in it for the tech. Yeah, motherfucker, I'm in it for the tech. That's what makes this entire fucking ship relevant. Right? The, the, the token <clears throat> price eventually, right? That's that's the thesis will be derived from the utility and the adoption of the tech. So without the tech, there is no token appreciation. So yes, I'm in it for the tech. Yes, I'm excited for the tech. Yes, I'm excited for what they're doing um, in their office, right? How they're treating their employees. Yes, I'm excited for their partnerships and and, and for a ton of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Because without that, there's no token price appreciation.
1: But that well, doesn't mean obviously that, that we are completely hyped about it because we simply at least for me, I I do not understand what's going on on the technical aspect of it. I I have no clue. I can just see it and have a rough interpretation of what is happening. Yeah um but yeah, that's a very valid point. Uh, because people in crypto we what are we actually what are we actually doing? it's it's all mimicking each other. Not really thinking clearly. Uh, following influencers, following the herd. Yeah, that's what happens.
0: Yeah, and that brings us to price. So looking right now at Bitcoin, Bitcoin had a little bit of a rough day. Um, maybe a rough uh, last couple of days. So um, if we look at the oh, four no. days, what?
1: Oh no. I mean, You decided started to stopwatch. I didn't. I didn't. Well, I mean, doesn't Bitcoin always have rough days and better days?
0: In two weeks. So that's roughly since the last episode. Bitcoin went from 34k up all the way to 40k. So that's plus 8k. Um, that means that it was up 10%. And people are like, ah, only 10%. Well, that's a uh, that's a lot of money um so up to 40k this is euros again right so so they, they added like 6k um to their um to their price which is decent but yeah then the inevitable happened and it became monday and um price went doomed. so um and it was a volume dump as well right if you can see here the volume uh decreased uh, was like uh, 9.8 billion euros, and then the volume went up on the sell side all the way like up to what, 25, 35 billion. And now the selling volume is decreasing again slightly. Um, you can think of that what you want, I don't know, but it took the entire market with it, obviously, um, because nobody has a goddamn clue what they're doing. But you can see on the right on my screen the similar graph for ETH and for BTC. Um, as if it was clockwork. Um, same with Lido stake Ether. Um, XRP same pattern. Do agree. And so on. Um what are we looking at right now? Scrolling down,
1: we have tensor
0: position two. What's that, uh, Tim?
1: Well, it's tensor position position forty-two. Yeah. Wow.
0: Well, optimism is now two euros ten, so it's forty cents higher than since I sold it. Damn it!
1: Um, <laughs> because you you you, know, I had,
0: you I bought had it at ten cent. I had a, I had an airdrop of optimism. So I, I got like what two and a half K worth of this, maybe a little bit more, I can't remember. Um, but I just flipped it all, threw it in, some bit tensor, and checked the um but I bought the bit tensor at 214. So we're at least a little bit up on that. But yeah, quant position 47 right now, 102 euros. You can see Quant has a similar graph as BTC, right? When it comes to the 14-day, you can see a similar drop, but Quant stabilized a lot fucking more. Um, so on the 14-day, Quant is still up roughly 13%, um, which in my opinion is decent, but I am biased. Um, there was a lot of, uh, of volume here. We even re- reached 70 million. Um, on the initial pump yeah, that led to the price being uh, 3 so pretty similar as it is now so the peak was somewhere at 111 euros on CoinGecko euros, euros, euros um, so yeah uh, w- w- we'll see where we go from here but at least we, we, we rose a little bit um, versus Bitcoin now that's important to a lot of people um, I apologize But we're almost out of the top 50 for what that's worth. Um, Price, speculation, manipulation, BNB going up, 236 euros. Please tell me why. I mean, it's pretty clear Binance won't die, right? Um, CZ stepped down, carried everything over to a more reputable dude allegedly, and, uh, and Binance will survive, but they have to clean up their act regulations coming in next year. Um, and I think they will uh, bend the knee, so to speak. So what are we seeing right now? Um, like I said, last Saturday, um, I had a friend sent me a WhatsApp message. Um, if I'm still holding crypto on what I'm buying, Obviously, I told them only Q&T because life is difficult enough as it is. Um, if I look at the groups that we are in, it's gold fever, gold rush time again. And um, some groups, people are going crazy. There is more slash P, right, than slash price or slash C messages than normal messages. Um, People are gambling, it feels like to me. Oh, you're gonna follow this coin. Oh, this coin is going to the moon. There's this group that's saying X, Y, Z. So, um, and and this is a group that um, a a lot of people love the trading shitcoin gambling game. That isn't people mostly uh, all comfy people, but they have their ear close to the ground when it comes to the quote-unquote will groups. We're not in there. We don't care for that. We are also not worthy. <laughs> we'll take that as a compliment. But the buzz is beginning in these type of groups. And if we combine that with Tim talking about his... Uh, regular friends, I don't think they're normies, right? From crypto standards, but they are asking questions and are getting interest again. To me, that's bullish. And and Tim and I spoke about this prior to the show, and we're like, okay, we need we need to include this. So why yeah. do I think this is bullish? If you remember the, the, the chart of uh stock investment cycles, right? Um
1: you have the disk maybe we can pull it up. Let's let me find that out
0: is so uh sorry so cliche I didn't even want to share it but yeah no it is important uh crypto market sentiments. um no cycle that's the word I try yeah, but- talking and thinking and typing at the same time but yeah human brains we can only do one thing at a certain time, and you can sometimes switch quick, but there is no such thing as true multitasking, no matter what.
1: Wait, so are you going to pull it up, or oh, you already have it? Okay.
0: Anyway, so on the left hand, right here, on the screen, bottom left, you have disbelief, right? This rally will fail like the others. Then um you get the line going up, um, you can see the hope phase, a recovery is possible. Moving into optimism, this rally is real. Then into belief, time to get fully invested. Then the thrill, I will buy more on margin, got to tell everyone to buy. Then the euphoria, I'm a genius, we're all going to be rich. Then you get a small dip and then you get the complacency phase. We just need to cool off for the next rally. Then we get anxiety, denial, panic, capitulation, Anger leading into um, depression, right? That's the phase we were in for the last year, arguably. My retirement money is lost. How can we pay for all this new stuff? I am an idiot. And then we get back into disbelief when the line goes up again. Um, In my opinion, we are on or right before disbelief phase. This is a suckers rally. Um and 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 why? I think um all the people I have not had have new people ask me about crypto. I did have people that were in the market in 2020, 2021, 2022, but got scared or just lost interest um and left that they messaged me or asked. By their own initiative and that means that people are still have still been looking at markets right more or less just a bit and but needed to gain confidence again and throw money in the same what we see in the group that i discussed earlier is a lot of people have been waiting on the sidelines yeah i'm in stables bro you know stuff like that um waiting to throw money in, and they are now bombarding us with the next 100x shield by this dog, that dog, sack dog, whatever you want to call him, um, looking for gains. A lot of people, right, Tim uh, it, it is was one of them, and a lot of other people in our groups are still very, very anxious. Every single dip you see right now, you see the sentiment flip exactly in the opposite direction, right? Price went up last weekend, before the weekend, and everybody was like, let's fucking go, never two digits again, blah, blah, blah. But it is all very, 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 very fragile, right? Um, The message that we got from our friends last weekend if we had gotten, if I had gotten those messages after Quan did minimum of a five X, I could have seen that as a quote unquote top signal, right? Where everybody is hopping on board, like in 2021 when price went over 200, 300, and up to 400 eventually. At that phase of the market, if if the euphoria is that high and new people are like, "Yo, Yarda, and I have a couple of those friends that have sworn they would never touch crypto. If I get a message from one of those, I'm definitely ditching 50% of my bag, at least. But we're not there yet because we have not seen the optimism, hope, belief, thrill, right? And you can put a timeline on this. But if we look at 2020, when I got in, I think I got in at the dis- disbelief stage, right? So we like four euros was right after the COVID dip, maybe maybe yes you know, something like that. And and then there was like this this gradual growth, right? Seven, 10, I think we were 12 on New Year's January 1st. And um, then everything yep, went, went went sideways for a bit. That's when I entered. <laughs> yeah. And then we hit 40. And um, then we were a stable coin for so long was like four to six weeks whatever um and it felt and like everything... an
1: eternity back then on. yeah yeah for sure for
0: sure and 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 then we got like in the blink of an eye to the optimism belief through euphoria right so in and it's my kind opinion
1: of... oh sorry yeah uh what, what's your opinion sorry
0: yeah so in my opinion the phase from the depression and disbelief into a hope that can take a long time even the hope to optimism phase, right, which you can see on the screen. So we're going from red to orange to like baby blue, right before we get into the green, that that could be a year, maybe maybe longer even, but I feel that the green part, right, optimism belief through euphoria, that that goes a lot quicker. You can also see that if you put a timeline on here. Um, this was represented really well because most tokens coins crypto went from well these are nice gains to holy shit in like three months something like that maybe a little bit shorter yeah. um so that would be like a two-thirds one-thirds kind of thing right don't quote me on this but this is just my my gut um but I, I, we're not there yet right um
1: no, but also if you look at this chart. Sorry to interrupt your. No, 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 go, go, go! Yeah, it's kind of interesting if, if we look if we actually kind of apply this on ourselves, right? Because we can. I think we both agree. We must agree if we want to hit our 2030 goal. <laughs> Are you <still laughs> We must. There? We must move okay. on the on this chart. Um, I think we Man, both agreed that we. Can you that
0: repeat your... that? Can you repeat that? Because I lost you for like ten seconds. Oh, it's my internet. My internet is unstable. Okay, that's
1: cool. No, I I said that (laughs) I mean, we we are moving on this chart, right? And if we want to make it to 2030 where we actually hit our targets, we we must move up at some point. Uh, So we are definitely somewhere here on this chart. And I think that we both agree that it's on the disbelief stage, right? So on the very right Center. Uh, I mean, on the very right of the graph, which kind of brings us back to the left, right? So we, we re enter Give
0: me, give me a star on this time. I need to edit something. Up. Oh
1: yeah. Give me uh, a
0: star. I will. Thank you.
1: Uh, but wait, let me. Okay. Uh, but we can, What you said, like when we entered twenty twenty, um, yeah. that was kind of the. We kind of came back from the COVID dip back down, right? Yes. So like we hit absolute rock bottom during COVID. Yeah,
0: 120 Pretty 20
1: It was pretty terrible already in 2018. And then we hit absolute rock bottom uh during the pandemic. But it recovered. And then we indeed went into the disbelief stage. The right side. And then you move on the left side towards hope. And I feel like... When we got after that, you see that the graph, if you move with a mouse, perhaps for our viewers, you see, well, we are, hey, yeah, you have the point of hope. That's kind of where you started, I think. Or disbelief, perhaps. Yeah, and then it, it goes pretty fast, right? So you go towards optimism. Hey, this ready is real. Belief, thrill. That part. It's- only in reality, only took like four months, I think, four to five months max. Yeah, max. Even less. Max. I think. I think it took like four months max. So let's say end of twenty, even less, even less than four months. So like let's say end for of for us May, it was like May to
0: September. May to September. Yeah. Was was was, was like this: the optimism belief through
1: actually Absolutely. Um. And I've really seen myself here uh i had the idea of hey going to be fully invested i swapped all my other cryptos into quant. um yeah then it started going up and i was telling everybody to buy that's literally what i did uh, <laughs> i told everyone and that got me into trouble later yeah and shortly after that that was in like august I think in August I was telling everyone, "Hey, you should buy this. This is going to the moon. We are, we're all gonna get rich." And then, like a month later, one more run up. I was in total euphoria. I was a, I was a genius investor. We're all gonna be rich. After that, we got the coping stage, right, of complacency. I remember posting one of the said, "Hey, we will we'll bounce back. We just hit. We just lost the three hundred level, but we'll get back." soon and that happened for a bit and then starting from october it was anxiety and everything after that but that's a, that's a long time so if, if you look at all the stages that come after that that's that's way more time than those three months you see on the left
0: yeah what so influences... market
1: it's not very long
0: no what, what what also influences this obviously is macro to a degree um, Yeah. so there there, there there was a war in between um and there was the uncertainty of covid it was the last the last 3 4 years were pretty crazy um i mean there's always there's always shit going on right but anyway what i wanted to touch up really quick if you look at the top right then you can see right price going up on the uh, on, the, on the, the vertical axis and on the horizontal you see time again and then you can see here the peak the point of maximum financial risk a lot of you guys bought in here, right? Somewhere at the end of the blue, at the beginning of the yellow. So either on the on the other the last 10-20% mm. from the top, uh upwards, or the 10-20% downwards from the top, thinking you were buying the dip. while well, you bought the dip, but it just kept dipping the dippery dip. The contraction takes place, and then before it reaches expansion, there's absolute bottom, right? That's what everybody talked about. The bottom. Almost no one buys this bottom. Why? Because people are still scared as fuck. I still hear a ton of you guys. Um oh man, I'm still underwater. I'm not gonna buy anything more. I already risked plenty. But if you have conviction, if you have watched the fucking Quamfi show, if you listen to us talk. We're not the oracles and the no-alls and whatnot. But then you have a lot of information at your disposal to, to really um, either cement your conviction, learn something new, um, or learn it's not for you, you Need to get the fuck out. But if you're still here and, and you haven't sold and your bag is not ready, the point to buy would have been, in my opinion, couple of months ago right at the absolute bottom right somewhere around 80 90 that would have been lucky if you now buy for 100 that that would still be good and again this is not financial advice this is just an example right
1: yeah but just an example I, I agree i think sir i was just but, talking but i was on mute <laughs> uh, uh i mean i would say it would be around 80 at some points we had 80 remember and then.
0: Yeah, but nobody buys at eighty. Nobody buys at eighty because surely it can go lower. And, yeah. and they're not—they're not wrong. But this—if you read this, point of maximum financial opportunity, buy the blood even if the blood is your own, right? Because afterwards there will always be expansion and recovery, right? But everybody is—is is scared that there is still catching a falling knife because human psychology is not as resilient as the market how paradoxical that may sound um this upward momentum which seems like we could be here right now again but right don't pin me on this this is just my gut feeling um there will come a time here when your regret will set in again and here and here And a lot of people will again be buying the green, the end of the blue, all the way up to the yellow, and this will just repeat. The normies we spoke about, when people, when you've made like your 4X, 5X, whatever you believe in, and people start asking you that have never, ever asked you about crypto before, or you know they're actually anti-investing or whatever, um, they, th- they will come here and what you can see with the wave here is right this wave and the dotted line the first wave the first wave is let's say here at the, the top of the letter C but the second wave is is just like 1.2 times higher Right? this is for stocks but the second wave will always be higher because the recovery more people will be in and other people uh, people will know more about a project. Blah blah blah. Um, people might actually learn. I don't know. Um, but usually, this is how growth works, right? Depth and um, the other thing. My brain is mush. Um, so we 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 will get here again. And I feel that we are right now here past the bottom. Because guys that are quote-unquote on the the smoky back rooms that are orchestrating a lot of the manipulation for very low-cap gem shitcoins, they are excited right now. What bothers me um, is that I get the feeling that people um, that are in, in, in those groups aren't even honest with each other, right, about... Whether they, I mean, everybody's finances is their own decision, right? Everybody just needs to do whatever the fuck they want. But if you want to yep. sell QT and to buy shit coins, um, that is fine, right? But it feels like that some act like they're still holding while it's pretty clear they're probably not um and i shouldn't care but i do
1: yeah same goes for me i actually don't really care because we've experienced this so many times now um and this is just another cycle
0: this is the time this is the time where we're gonna lose the most comrades right if you look uh This is a little bit of a soldier analogy. Look at the man to the left and the right of you. You will not all return, right? And that is what is happening right now because some shit coins, most shit coins, no, not most, some shit coins are are pumping. They're pumping. But if you really, 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 really really, really well and you look at, for instance, Solana, 72% still from all-time high. Uh, Cardano, how did they do? I have no idea. I'm not doing this every single goddamn day. Cardano, still 80% down from all-time high. What is AVAX? Did they make a new all-time high already? AVAX, 73% down from all-time high, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Now, let's look at our good old XRP. Still 80% down from all-time high. DOT, Polkadot. 86 percent down from all-time high polygon 68 percent down from all-time high so all your favorite coins that have been pumping so hard link 69 percent down from all-time high they're not doing as well as you thought they are not but it was it, Shiba Inu, still 88% down from all-time high. Litecoin, 80% down. Right? So there's all these... Oh, here, Bitcoin Cash. One of our uh, Dutch Comet friends lost this. 93% down from all-time high. So yes, maybe they pumped. Maybe they did. But... In the grand scheme of things, quant is down 71%. So yes, maybe quant didn't pump, but it also didn't dump as hard. And and that's what people tend to forget. And this is where we are losing people because everybody only looks at the last maybe a month and they think maybe two days, three days into the future. Like, ah, I'm just going to grab this pump real quick. I'll just flip my Q&T into it. But a correction of 20-30% happens like in the blink of an eye. There's nothing needed for that. But it takes a long time to recover. And that's how we lost people in 2021. And that's how we're going to lose people this time.
1: And that's just inevitable i think Yeah, uh, absolutely and and that's not a bad thing because honestly the people who sell uh they are making way for it's... people who come in and like if we just look at the pure statistics the amount of wallets are still growing the redistribution is needed so it's all a natural process um assuming technology will just develop as it should <laughs> Right. Yeah. So the technology will just grow, the company will grow, and people will lose hope, people will sell and redistribute their tokens. Yeah. New people will come in, meaning that yes. more people hold quant, meaning that quant will get more scarce because yeah. well yeah. more and people are holding it. Fewer we amounts
0: cannot get we cannot get new holders if there's no scared people that have bought your tokens, tokens early. Yeah. Selling their tokens. And it, it can also just be people um taking profits, right? Uh last last couple of weeks. Um Christmas is coming up, and uh we had Sinterklaas here in the Netherlands. So yeah, I sold a few more tokens than I'd like. Yeah, I needed uh I needed money for gifts, I needed money for food and for stuff. I mean, that is fine because my tokens go into the hands of new holders. That is volume, right? So Call me a market maker now, I'm joking, but um, that is is how things are, and distribution takes place. It mostly takes place, ironically, outside the top thousand, apparently, as as I read. That's not my own research, and I didn't fact check it, but um, it is required. It will happen, and um,
1: more people are being drawn in every day. That's just statistics. At least more. And it's models. not
0: not not just quant, right? This is this is just
1: markets and the general market. So, mm. I personally, I'm kind of wary about the stories I hear left and right. But in the long run, we need an upwards movement, and no. luckily, it's not just us. It's it's a bigger market, but we have the one of the best stories in this market, and that that's mm. the entire point, right? So, maybe at this. Point in time, we are not the most popular coin token. Sorry, keep but there will my... be a time that, that when we are again, and it will yeah. simply be a matter of momentum and, and, and price action because that is well, all the other things which are pumping right now that, that's what they based their entire story on. They, they are pumping, people are jumping yeah. on green candles. It's not yeah, about keep... them being better on a t- the technological side or. Uh, standing well, actually,
0: out it's a screen candle using, using price action to to validate certain convictions of either function, purpose or utility or whatnot and there's even the people that know that something is, is, is just based on error and sentiment is just brought because of the price action but what disturbs me is that a lot of you guys I've been here for one year, two years. And you are getting doubts about the validity of the token, the utility of the token, and the potential of the token to gain price, to gain value. Why? Because the price is quote-unquote lagging with the quote-unquote rest of the market. Well, like I said, that's just, so disappointing what are we doing here every single week and i know it's not about me it's about you right look beyond price for your investments think of the graph the best point to invest in something is at the bottom right well i think i feel we we we're past bottom but bear markets is when you do your research into the tokens that you actually wanted to buy or the stocks you wanted to buy last bull market. Right. So, example, let's say you saw Q and T and it went up. And instead of, of just buying, right, and this is all lessons learned, instead of just buying the top and, and getting like uh like two or three tokens instead of twenty or thirty tokens, if you would have waited. Um, You just made a mental note or a physical note, and you started doing your research instead of sending money in. You could have bought a bottom, right? And this is utopian thinking. I don't, this is not how I would do it either. But ideally, if you look at the stock market, I'm still eyeing uh, Tesla, Apple, Disney. Um, There's a couple of other companies I'm still looking at and done my research on. But right now they're still up, they're still up. And I'm waiting until they correct and they won't correct 50, 90% like in crypto, but they will correct. And and, and then I can get a couple of more stocks for the same price. And in the long run, um, that goes a long way, but it also, uh, quote unquote, doesn't matter to have waited for like that year, maybe two, right? Um, unlike crypto, crypto is a little bit more high paced, um, but that is something to think about. So if this cycle, let's say we are right past the, um, we're at the disbelief stage right now and 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 we're getting into the hope phase and somewhere between optimism and belief or thrill, you notice, okay, this coin is doing really well and maybe they get some announcements, maybe there's some good news. Um, and you recognize that everybody's ecstatic for that coin and the price already went like 5, 10, maybe 100x. Put it on your wish list in CoinGecko. Just create an account with a bogus email, give it a heart, and track it. Research it all during the, the bull market. And if you're in here for another three years, if you're in it until 2030, we will have two more of these cycles, I think. Yeah. Not Financial advice, obviously, I'm just a fucking idiot. But, but if you the- can wait and you cannot put in your money on euphoria, research, all the way through complacency, anxiety, denial, and maybe buy between panic and disbelief, you'll be a fucking winner. And you still have the coin you want or the project you want. There is a little bit more time spent. There's a little bit more uh, maybe validation. There's maybe a little bit more, um, how do you say? Um, Tim, what's the word for something being acknowledged?
1: Uh, Confirmation, that's it. (laughs) Confirmation,
0: yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit more confirmation on your thesis. I mean, what is two years if you can (laughs) buy a coin at minus 90%?
1: But you, you make this point uh, of, like, you say that there will be at least two more cycles. Will those be Bitcoin-based, though? Know. <laughs> I'm now sure. really. You're now I mean, really entering. A yeah. <laughs> <I laughs> very I'm, interesting question. I'm,
0: I'm no well, Bitcoin believer. I do not see Bitcoin at a million dollars at all. Even then, it's still, like, what, uh, 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 30x from here, 40x? Which is- yeah,
1: I mean, I agree with you. I also don't see that happening, but for the foreseeable future, I also do not really see us being decoupled from Bitcoin. Or at least, uh, to, to put it, make it a bit more specific, um, I don't on the short term, meaning one or two years, um, see a market where Bitcoin isn't leading the market, isn't the most dominant coin. Right? So, because most of the uh, upwards momentum that we have is because it's Bitcoin based, right? So we got the ET- we have the ETF um, uh, speculation or rumors or confirmation, whatever. I'm not interested in Bitcoin, but it pulls all of us up. And, um, the, 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 but yeah, I'm just really curious how that will play out. I think that in the long run, I... Bitcoin will lose its dominance. I cannot uh, but it could also wait. very well be that we will not have ne- we will not necessarily have one dominant coin and just more coins are fighting going to fight Eventually over the market Bitcoin share will be overtaken.
0: Bitcoin will definitely
1: be overtaken I've yeah but it. in the process towards it, we will see at least in my hypothesis we will see more coins first going to fight for that market share of Bitcoin and then ultimately, okay. Some of them are going to surpass it, but that will take at least another five, six years, I think. But I'm I mean, not sure. We, we, we don't know. And, and and in our hypothesis, it would be Quant becoming one of the most dominant players. But we don't know. But that's at least what I think. We'll see Bitcoin losing its dominance over the years. I hope, at least. I really hope. Yeah. Because this, this we'll market see. momentum initially is, is Bitcoin-driven still. And that's the reason why I'm so um, wary of everything. It's it's still a Bitcoin-based movement. It's not because the rest Mm -hmm. of crypto got much better the past couple of months. Nothing fundamental happens on the crypto side. Put it that way. It's all financial. All No, but also
0: nothing really happened. Yeah, the ETF for Bitcoin maybe, but people are also just fucking bored and people want to make money right yep. that's also yeah that's all yeah
1: yeah
0: sure yeah and there's people saying etf launch can be a sell the news event i don't know don't want to go there not really interested i'm here for the utility uh, of quant
1: i'm here um, for the memes
0: i also here for the memes uh, anyway on that bombshell i am done um make sure to leave a like to the video share the video with friends family Tell them they're fucking idiots. Tell them to buy the tub and buy my bags. And uh, leave a comment. Tell me how that went. Tim, thank yeah. you so much. Everybody, thank you so much for watching and listening. And um, oh yeah, that's right. We almost forgot. And I keep doing this. Um, around Christmas, we won't be pre-recording an episode. We are considering doing a live stream on the Thursday after Christmas maybe Wednesday Uh, check our socials we'll keep you posted and we'll do a live thing then um, in English and then um, we'll be back in the new year Um, let me know what you guys think Tim do you have anything to add
1: not necessarily just want to thank you all for listening and we'll see you in two weeks probably during a live event or if that doesn't play out some kind of episode where we look back on the year. But I'll go for the life preferably. You'll hear you'll definitely hear more from us soon. Cheers. Stay comfy. Stay comfy.